We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are going commando. Going Commando was a little show that we put together because we recognize the importance of saying what's on your mind, being who you are, being true to yourself, and bringing that to the world. And um, we do that. Good, bad, ugly, whatever, poopy stories, falling downstairs, whatever it is. And we're hoping by just sharing so openly and authentically that we give you permission to do the same. So with that said, good morning, Miss Angela. Good morning, Ms. Dana. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I feel good today. I feel good. You, you look good. You're all sparkly yeah. and like, like yeah. your hair's popping. And- yeah, popping like Mickey Ficky. <laughs> you know, people complain about time change. They complain about spring ahead, fall behind. You know, like they come. I love fall behind. I love this time change. I don't care that it gets dark. I love when I wake up in the morning and I think it's six o'clock or I think it's seven, whatever time it is. And it's really an hour earlier and I have an extra, because I'm a morning person. I have an extra yeah. hour to do shit. Like yeah. I was out this morning with the raccoons and like the bats and shit. <laughs> walking in the dark like yeah time change is the best so yeah i'm popping yeah and you know what it's um somebody put it in perspective someone on linkedin i think maybe it was um charity something and she said something about like would you prefer dark in the morning lighter like later sunset or mm-hmm. you know earlier and i was like thinking about it i'm like i actually really do prefer lighter in the morning because it helps you know, getting Christian on the bus to go to school in the dark would be horrible, you know, yeah, like it just wouldn't yeah. make sense. So Nala I, I like it. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nala complained. She's like, it's light out. But I don't even think of it that way. I just know that I'm up. Like it was like dark because it was five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's good. I liked it. It was nice to have the extra hour all day to yeah, feel like, yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it's about us also just adjusting to whatever it is. Everybody wants to complain about something, yeah. but like in the spring, when we get an extra hour and it starts to get dark, seven, eight o'clock at night, oh my God, that's a party. And so then mm-hmm. we do that for a season and that's great. And that's wonderful, you know? Yeah. And then now it's changed and now we have the lighter in the morning, the darker. Okay. Let's adjust to that and exactly. find and enjoy that. Exactly. You know, so or know, we can bitch about it. Whatever. Well, <laughs> exactly. <so. laughs> all right. So everybody, um, thank you for, for tuning in, listening, watching, all that good stuff. Um, we are in the season for gratitude and mm. we are discussing the concepts in Dana's book, Beyond the Ten, Decoding the Woo Woo, with beautiful third eye on the cover. Um, this book is so, so, so important because there are a lot of people who are starting to come out of the own their own woodwork right about like um having spiritual experiences you know what is manifestation like like finding your purpose things that are like 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 causing people to question their current reality and when you question your current reality either you're like considered woo woo and off the charts or whatever or conspiracy theorist (laughs) conspiracy theorist whatever it might be but really it's just all of these things, all these 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 woo-woo concepts, these things, they're all just names of something that are identified as one thing, but they all exist. And there's different levels of how it exists in, in your life. And so Dana takes these, these words that sound out there, esoteric, witchy, whatever it might be, and shows how it's practical. 
and shows how it's used in, in throughout time, you know, through all the ages. And so it's really, really fun to kind of like dig through these concepts. The book changed my life. Beyond that, Dana also shares like incredible stories of her own growth and trajectory, her relationship with her husband. The story is Rob, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we all go through it. Like I'm going through it. I'm going through a divorce and um, openly going through it. And we all go through these experiences and instead of going through, it's actually growing through, but Dana shares, um, where she left and broke up with him for four hours and went to Walmart or Costco, wherever he went. <laughs> I went to the gallery. I was like, I'm sleeping here. But then I was like, there's too many spirits here. I have to go home now. <laughs> and now, and now like there, you know, you just fall in love with Rob as she refalls in love with him too. It's just, it's just, so beyond the, Woo, woo stuff there's also yeah. a, a, her personal experiences with all of this so yeah. here we are so what are we talking about this this week thing you just got me thinking about rob you know um yeah you're right and everything that you said about it being the woo woo experiences but i didn't even realize when i was writing it until i went back and read it that it really was like this love story of yeah. a, of oh uh, i don't know what just happened Oh. oh my spoopy. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know how that happens. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, okay. Side note, because there'll be a billion of them today, because I'm on fire. <laughs> um, we were watching like friends clips last night, like Rob throws on YouTube at night, like when we're like kind of like reconvening, we're all getting together, you know, before bedtime. And we're watching all these clips, and there was a clip, I think it was the one when Monica no, no, no. It was the one when when uh, Rachel, with the very, very end, when Ross was like going, Rachel, Rachel, and when she was trying to get off the plane, don't hang up, don't hang up. And he's like, did you make it off the plane? And then she, she comes in and she's like, I got off the plane. And then they got together and it was, I got so emotional. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I had to leave the room because I couldn't take the ribbing. Like I knew if I didn't walk out and go cry in Rob's <laughs> I knew, like, it was bad. Like, it was like, <laughs> seriously, I've become so sensitive. It's crazy. Okay. All right. So what are we talking about today, Dane? Okay. So we're talking about, this is so important. And on my walk this morning, I was like, there's so many ways to dissect this. So we're talking about manifestation. Ooh. Manifestation. Where's my stuff? Right? Where's my shit? <laughs> and, yeah, it's and it's so important so so if it's okay with you angela i um i was like how do we even approach this i want to i want to open with like a woo-woo like i want to go esoteric with it and then i want to bring it to to the practicality if that's okay so i'm gonna yeah, start as with long as I, as long as i can put it on a vision board are we good <laughs> such a dick <laughs> where's my stuff <laughs> Oh, okay. I see what I got here. Okay, Monday yeah. morning. Uh, right. Just just wait before you get into everything. I must apologize to everybody. Before this episode this morning, I had like a awareness thing that I haven't even had a chance to work through. So it's like right here. So I'm kind yeah. of a dick today. That's my energy. Yeah. Um, like until I work through it, that's my that's how I roll until I, you know, yeah. so I become a dick. Yeah. So I She's apologize. Like, Can we talk about it after? I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I promise I'll be on my best behavior. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I see you've proven to, to come out of the gate like that. Okay. 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 So let's talk about manifestation. You hear the word get thrown around a lot. And what burns my ass. Oh, 
You're not the only one being a dick. What burns my ass about it is that manifestation is not magic. It's not like this, ooh, manifestation. It just means to take a thought and to bring it to reality. You are creating your reality. That's all it is. I'm going to manifest a sandwich. I'm going to manifest a cell phone. No, you are going to make a sandwich. You are going to buy a cell phone. Okay. So let me just pull it back together. So manifestation. (laughs) I'm like, when are we getting witchy here? (laughs) (laughs) So manifestation is about creating. And when we really think about it, we are all creative beings, all of us. It doesn't matter what you believe. God, Hashem, source, the universe. Most people believe we come from a creator. We are extension. This is now I'm adding my part. We are extensions of that creator. So we are in alignment with that creator, that creative force, however you want to refer to it. Then we are at our greatest creative ability. Make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Creative, being creative, creating something is not just about, you know, painting something or singing a song. You are creating your existence. Mm -hmm. If you are not paying attention, you are creating an existence that you may not care for. You are mindful. You are more likely to create an existence that suits you, that serves you, that you appreciate. Makes sense so far? So far, so good. So far, so good. So now, if we are truly all creative beings, how do we do that? How do we manifest? How do we we get our stuff, right? But what we got to do or we got to realize is the only things that we could create are what we are. So if we are not at a high frequency, I don't even know if I want to, eh, fuck it. If If we are not at a, if we're not vibrating at a high frequency, then we are not going to be in alignment with things that are of a high frequency, things that we want. Well, what does that mean? Basically, if you want, name something you want, Angela, or what most people want. Money. People want money, right? People want cool stuff, right? People want nice, fun, great relationships. People want cool experiences. People, People want stuff. So the avid spiritualist will say, well, if you want that, you have to be that. You have to feel that. You have to align with that, right? Mm -hmm. But really, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And all Mm -hmm. that means is if you want money, what do you really want? Because money is a freaking piece of paper. That's all it is. What does that money bring? What does the money bring, Angela? Um, uh, Freedom. Freedom. Um, the 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 way I look at money, you know, just just to do it, it's like it's like apples, right? Like we need apples to live. We need food, and yep. we need cash. Like so, yep. if we just take cash as like a thing, it's like we need air, we need water, we need cash, we need it's just to be a human being. These are the things that we need. Yeah. So the attachment to what that is is what you're talking about. Like what I what I covet money. And money is all I'm going for. I'm go- I'm doing a job just for the money. I'm I'm saving just so I have the money. So I have yep. the money. That's what you're aligning with is that energy. But yes. if you are if you are l- looking at it like I just want freedom to be able to you know live my life the way I want to live it. Yeah. And whatever yep. that looks like, whatever yep. means it takes for that, whatever food is in my fridge, whatever cash is in my bank, yep. Yep. I want that abundance and that freedom. So it's a matter of how you phrase it. And that's what you are, right? 
It does totally where I'm going. So thank you. So Sweet. so let's go back to the freedom now. So I want this money because it I gives won't me freedom. I will not give you. <laughs> Sorry, it's a pick. <laughs> and it's a good one too. It's a good one too. Come on, go, go, get it, get it. I'd sing too, you. but <laughs> I would really, really love. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what I was talking about. I'm no, so I'm just kidding. Sorry. Okay. So you want the freedom, right? <laughs> Oh, oh, what are we like 10 minutes in off the friggin' rails? We good? I can't stop. I can't stop. It's just playing in the back of my head. Go ahead. So you want the freedom. So we're going to do what we can do to get the money that gets us to freedom. But think about all the things that we're doing that are making us slaves and doing the exact opposite of that. So if you're doing these things, you're really not getting what you want. Right. So. When you think about the things that you want, it's not like you can manufacture a feeling. I'm going to feel freedom all the time. I'm going to feel freedom <laughs> so then I can have money and that'll make me. It doesn't work that way. Right. With the way it works is, you know, like attracts like, law of attraction, all of that. You have to be in order to get. So if you are that whatever it is you want in the, in the smallest way, everything expands the more you are of that right? Mm -hmm. So if I want a healthy, happy relationship that is filled with love and respect and um, uh, appreciation and all of the things that make a healthy relationship, then not only do I have to have that kind of relationship with myself, Mm-hmm. which is really hard to do. We fuck that one up all the time, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're I like- spend a lot of time unfucking that one. <laughs> oh, right? But think about it. I think about the way I talk to my children, the way I raise my children with love and support. And then in my head, the way I talk to myself, I would never talk to my kid that way. Right? Right. right. So we have to be aware of this love and respect and appreciation and all of those things that we want for ourselves. And in our immediate sphere of influence, you can't be a dick and then expect to attract a decent person. You just can't. Right. So if you want this wonderful human being to, to be in this wonderful, healthy relationship, then you need to be that wonderful human being and create that kind of relationship with yourself. And then again, your immediate sphere of influence. So, so I've just said a lot of stuff, but really if people could understand we are creators of our reality, whether we're intentionally doing it or not. So if your life, look around, if your life is shit, it's time to take some responsibility. You created that with your beliefs, your patterns, and your actions. And you have the same ability to turn it around and create otherwise. So firstly, you're the creator of your reality. Secondly, this, you can't just fake. It's like toxic positivity. You can't just fake a feeling. I feel freedom. No, you don't. Just because you sang the song doesn't mean you feel it. What can you do in this moment in your immediate existence to feel more free to think in that way and then to work towards that next thing make sense yes yes it's kind of like the weather the weather (laughs) the weather happens just like you are constantly creating you are constantly creating there is no like it doesn't have to be it it's, doesn't ha- it's not it's not a conscious thing we're saying that if you if you are unhappy <laughs> thank you um <laughs> if you are um unhappy with your current circumstances you have the 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 just all you have to do is put it into your awareness but you are constantly subconsciously creating 
every minute of every single day, you're yeah. creating your world and you can change your trajectory at any point in time. You know, they say like, you can go outside and start your day over. That was like a big AA thing. You can start your day over anytime. Like, okay, hey, I'm starting over today. Like right now I'm really pissed off. Oh, I got that out of my system. I'm, I'm going to go put sun on my face for a minute and I'm going to start my day over. You can reset. So yeah. just like the weather happens, the rain falls from the clouds. We can't, you can't stop it. It's just the way it is. Yeah. So if you, um, what's worked for me is that I sit here and I think about exactly what I want, right? I remember when I was, uh, my, my job. Okay. So before all of this, <laughs> before all of this, um, Dave, I used to work, I had my own agency called Thirsty Creative Group. And then I was very, it was more like a glorified freelance thing. And then I worked for um, this guy who retired while I was working with him. So he was down to like a couple of days a week, just wasn't enough income or whatever. And Dave and I were together and we wanted to have a baby and it started to have to be, you know, we had to bring in some science. <laughs> so I needed some good health insurance and stuff. And I remember thinking, okay, what kind of job, I'll go get a job, right? But what kind of job do I want? And I literally thought about like what it would feel like. Cause I came, I come from advertising. So it was like getting in at 9 a.m., not coming home till 8, 9, 10 p.m. randomly, you know, just working your ass off. And I just I did not want that. That's what my career is, right? So I was like, I want to go in-house somewhere, like working for an, a company and become like their marketing person. I want to do marketing strategy as well as the creative stuff because I'm pretty good at that, you know, like, and it's exciting. I want to um, work at a place where I leave work, which was so foreign to me, you know, like as a creative person, you're always thinking about the projects, but I would always be checking emails or working on things at night, you know, unbillable time. I want a job that I can like go in and go out and, and that's it. And it's like good hours and it's close to home and pays me good money and it's good health insurance. Like I did the whole thing. And then I went on the job boards every day and everybody who's looking for a job knows that this is like a full-time job in and of itself. You know, I had a headhunter, they weren't doing shit. Um, Every day I was rewriting cover letters, tweaking resumes. I must. Have I know had, what like, you were doing. I know you. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. And then one day, and I was considering, okay, I can drive there. That that seems to have it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And nothing was biting. And I was like, what the hell? And it was so frustrating. But I still stay carried what I want, like exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. Up pops this job for Visiontron. That's where I used to work. And it's a manufacturing company. They make these things called stanchions, which now I know way too much about. But it was like, it, it checked every single box and then some, and then some, because what happened was they, I was their first marketing director. They, I worked with the, the president who was the owner and his two sons. And then it was me and a couple other directors. So I had like real access to make change and to be a part of what we were doing. Yeah. And he would be like, don't bring work home. Like he like yelled at me if I thought about work, like yeah. don't check your emails. And, and it was like, we were done at four 30. I could pick, you know, it, it just all worked out so perfectly. And I remember in the interview process, Brian was like, damn, I just put this, this job at resume out, you know, like I just put the description out, like, and, and here you are, like, I didn't even get a chance to like play the field. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> you know? but it was because I was doing the work. I was yeah. taking the steps and I yeah. kept focused on what I wanted. And it was hard to hold on to faith, but I still, I didn't take anything yeah. that didn't fit those boxes, you know? So that's yeah. manifesting. Yeah. 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 You know, I, there are two parts to manifesting. That is a really, really important part. You decide what you want. 
You don't force it, but you take the steps what it is to get there. It's not just magically going to appear. (laughs) But you always hear me say how when the energy belies your intent, you're not getting anywhere, right? So Mm -hmm. I could say all I want. I want this, this, and this. But if there's something about me that I don't even realize um, I have a belief that I carry that thinks I don't deserve that or that something else would be better for me. I'm never going to have that. So here's your part mm-hmm. that you just talked about how you did, you checked all the boxes, you did all the things and you got what you wanted. As you were talking, I had a realization that I kind of realized, but I, I realize it with more clarity in this moment. When I, when I was about 29 or 30, I, I taught special ed for my first, whatever, eight, nine years of teaching or whatever it was. And then I got a job as a learning specialist in uh, New Jersey. I moved to New Jersey for two years. And then when I decided I didn't want to be in New Jersey anymore, I was able to get a job in, in South Florida, also as a learning specialist, which quickly turned into director of student development. And we know the rest is history. When I got the job in New Jersey for two years, I was the first person to have that role. They created that role. They hired me. When I moved down to Florida, the same exact thing. The school was only like three years old. They hired me. I was the first person to do that job. And I was combined, we're talking about 18 years of my career that I was in two positions that were, that I created, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm realizing is because of the nature of who I am and how I do things, I don't take direction well. I don't follow somebody else's lead well. I don't do research. I'm just like a maverick. Like I want something and I go and do it. My energy has always been that way. That I've created, like, I'm like, again, I don't sound like an ass, I'm a bit of a trailblazer. Like, it's just the nature of who I am. Yeah, yeah. Whether, I, whether I'm realizing it or not, that is what my energy holds. So I wound up aligning with, two, aligning, excuse me, with two jobs that both required me to blaze the trail. Yes. I wasn't looking for them, like that kind of job. But when I look back, thank God, because if I had to answer to somebody, that would have been a shit show. I know. You know what I I mean? And almost like 18 years of my career, because the first part of my career, when I was following directions, I was, well, not when I was supposed to follow directions, I was always in trouble. I was always in trouble. You know what I mean? So it's just an interesting thing. It's not just about doing the things that's so important. Yeah. It's not just about having the energy based on what your beliefs are, what your patterns are, what really is in there. Yeah. It's about marrying the two. If you are doing what Angela's saying and you're crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's and you're still not getting what you want, right? You're doing all the things. Why can't I meet a decent guy? Then you got to look and say, okay, what is my energy saying? My mouth sounds are saying this. My actions are saying this, but what is my energy saying? And if they're not all three working together, you're not going to get what you want or at least not as quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're going to get a version of it that you justify. Right. (laughs) Which is kind of where this is, this is part of my realization. I got you. I got you. So, so there's, yeah, because then you go and you go, Oh yeah, this, this, this looks like it checks all the boxes. Sweet. You know, but at the end of the day, um, then, and you know, Even if something is not exactly what you want, but it's a version of what you think you want, what you Mm -hmm. think you want, right? Because you're, you, you don't really know yet, right? Like to be loved, to, to, to feel safe, to feel supported. These are the things that we don't necessarily think of the forefront when we're thinking about what we want, but whatever situation you are put in is a chance to learn. So it's all like 
it's all good. It's all for your greater good. So if yeah. you're, if you're go, if you get that job, that seems like it's going to be amazing. But then three months in, you're like, what did I sign up for? There's a lesson to be learned there for you, for your growth. So that's also like, you know, never like look at a, you know, whatever is coming your way, you're manifesting it because you need to learn that lesson. Yes. Yes. And, and I'm so glad you brought this up because I wanted to talk about density for a minute. Okay. So, so for those of us who believe in ours, <laughs> what? Was that like an 80s or 80s term? Like you're so dense. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I didn't know there was eighties. I thought you just said that, but I, I guess. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I've said it a lot, but like cheddar, but like, oh, you're so dense. <laughs> your malfunction. Sorry. <laughs> okay. You're back. Freedom. Okay, so it's so one good thing okay. that I've Cut, got. Out. I won't let you down. That's Sorry, the best you part. That's the best it. part, by the way. That's the best I part. Really, really love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, we're back, folks. Okay, so for those <laughs> of us who believe that we are spirits, we are souls, and we are here and having this human experience and believe that we exist outside of here, the we are in a very dense plane of existence and there are other planes of existence however you want to look at heaven whatever it is that are much higher frequency they're much lighter right so if i wanted to manifest something um in a higher frequency in a different plane of existence it could be immediate Mm -hmm. you just you think it and you create it because you don't have the density to get there because Mm -hmm. earth is such a dense planet because because we whatever, because it's dense. You have to wade through to get what you want. Things aren't immediate, right? Now let's talk about the density of our emotions for a second. Mm -hmm. If my emotions, and we've talked about this a billion times, they're on a range of love and fear, love being all the way on one end and fear being all the way on the other. And all the emotions are on a spectrum in there. All of the denser emotions fall near fear, right? Anger, irritation, frustration, worry, regret, guilt, whatever. You, you, you catch my drift. Yep. If we are hanging out in those range of emotions, the density in those emotions, it's going to take us longer to manifest what we want. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying go hit the toxic positivity and fake like everything's okay. Yeah. I'm saying the quicker you work through these emotions and realize because what's causing them and catch yourself further along the spectrum, closer to love on the regular, like your baseline, you're going to manifest quicker because the there you're it's not as dense. Yes. The more dense your reality is, the longer it takes for you to manifest what you want. So to your point, Angela, if you want something or you think you want something, right, and you get it and then you're there for a little while and you're like, oh, this no longer resonates with me or it's not everything I wanted or whatever it is, there's something to learn. There's a density that you and yourself need to work through. And when you work through that density, again, it could be insecurity, it could be disempowerment, it could be whatever. And you work through those things, bringing you further up on the spectrum, closer to love, then you're gonna manifest what you want quicker. So maybe you go have to go to another level and you go to that next level and you manifest something and you grow out of it and you're like, okay, you're gonna get to a point talking to everybody, but you're going to get to a point that maybe you need to walk yourself up to the spectrum to get 
the higher baseline. But when you're in a pretty high baseline, when you're hanging out in like the love field most of the time, it becomes maybe not because we're on earth, maybe not the instant manifestation, but things come a lot quicker. Hey, I think I need it. Oh, there it is. And it's (laughs) mind blowing. And then when you feel stuck or where you feel resistance, you realize that there's something going on with me that has me a little bit further down in the spectrum. But if my baseline is higher, I just settle it and bring it back. Does that make sense? It totally does. It totally does. And um, just so that people aren't like, oh my God, my life sucks. I won't be able to manifest anything. You manifest (laughs) everything. You can manifest everything. But the the whole point of of this journey, I believe, is like, you know, this experience that we have is to take that density in our lives, take those experiences that keep us held down and transmute them so that they become lighter. And that's like, that's our, that's That's our, our life experience. That's why we are here. So you are, you have put yourself into situations to be able to work through the density. Yes, You've yes, been yes. in relationships to work through that density, to get to that point. And then, yes, you could be sailing on, oh, my knees are all tingly. Oh my God. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. It's really hard. It's really hard. I love says. you, George Michael. <laughs> totally. Um, okay. So, 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 so anyway, if you have some, like, if you're going through an experience, if you're in a relationship, that's really hard. And you're like, God, I would just feel better if I was over here. Like, sometimes we say like something, I don't want to look at this right now. So I'm just going to focus on getting a new job. But until you look at this and until you deal with this over here, this isn't going to go anywhere because you're not ready for it. You're not ready for that level. Um, when Dave and I got together, I was in a previous relationship that was really heavy. I was, I got sober with the guy. So you can only imagine, you know, the, the, where we were at. And there was like an eight month window that I lived by myself at Long Beach. And I found myself, you know, it was like, I finally found myself, found myself and who I was. And because I was at that level, now I had met Dave two years prior to that, but I called him like right at that summer. So I was living and I just felt in the right way. I'm like, hey, you want to still jam? And then, you know, the rest is history. But I, when jam I met- Jam is what you were calling it, right? <laughs> hey, you want to jam? Well, that's how it started, you know? Like, hey, you want to Just jam? to be clear, there, she's talking about music. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then it led to jam sessions. But you like to jam jam. <laughs> Love language, right? Um but I had met him, you know, at a, at a gig. I was a, a one night stay. I was a one hit wonder rock star for five minutes and he came to the gig. And then two years later, I reached out to him, but I wasn't ready for that level of that relationship. You know, I had to get through all that stuff with the other guy and learn and grow and then find myself and find my power. And now Jesus Christmas, like where, <laughs> What's going to happen next? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. But it makes like it makes going through this divorce. I, I understand it on a level that I wouldn't have in my previous experiences because I know that I've I don't I no longer align. There's something waiting for me. Everything that I want is waiting for me right over there. But I have to align with it. So. Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And you so get it. You so get it. Like, like I'm 
I see each level of you getting it and it's really, really something. And, uh, you know, um, I, I do think that we should wrap this up and I'm not going to get into a whole story, but I want to point out that I did a decade of just going from, you know, jerk to jerk to jerk to jerk. And at least through my perspective, that's what they were. They're really mirrors for me into my soul. <laughs> and, uh, and the moment I forgave my father after a 25 year estrangement, um, it was almost immediate because the density, right? It was much lighter. Yeah. Rob, my freaking schmoopy, oh my God, stepped into the picture. Like, like it was really almost immediately. Yeah. And, um, and it's really something. So I think the big takeaway, I think to wrap this up, the big takeaway is it's not just you make a decision, you put it on your vision board and it's where's my stuff. It's really understanding that you're aligning with whatever you're, you're manifesting whatever you're in alignment with. And if you're not liking what you're manifesting, then you need to realign yourself and then you will align with what you want. Sometimes it's immediate and sometimes it's step by step by step. But if you're doing the work, you're always making progress in the right direction. Yes. Yes. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Out of the mouths of the brilliant, of the mouth of the brilliant Angela DeMarco, you better check yeah. yourself. Before you wreck yourself. I won't let you down. <laughs> will not give you a home. Okay. some faith in myself. <laughs> One good thing that I've got. Okay. Um, okay, everybody. So, yeah, we'll wrap this up before we, uh, I don't know, bother you anymore. <laughs> um, so, so, clearly, as I ask you now, after we've jammed on, uh, jammed musically on uh, Freedom from George Michael, um, you know, we do ask that you help us get the word out and share and spread because <laughs> we're idiots. <laughs> but no, but um, the 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 wisdom that that Dana carries and how she can bring this to such an understandable level and so relatable and so practical. Um, all of this, just like how to be a human, like that's like really what this is. And um, by us sharing our stories, we do hope that you feel comfortable to share yours and. You don't have to do it on a public stage, but you can reach out to somebody that you trust or, you know, find somebody that you can talk to. Um, yeah. So please uh, like, share, follow, notify, smash that <laughs> bell and do all the things oh that <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I've been watching so many YouTube videos with Christian, like with Minecraft. Smash smash that bell. Bell. Like, subscribe. <laughs> but these kids have like. 5 million subscribers. Like what the hell? Know, Maybe we should just start I doing know. some Minecraft or some stupid fart you jokes. Know, I tell Rob all the time. I'm like, these friggin' people are farting in a cup and they're going <sighs> viral, but whatever. That's not, you know, okay, we're going to manifest what we need by being what we need. And, uh. Yeah. We're not looking to go viral here. We're just looking to really um, help people yeah. by, you know, yep. helping for the sake of humanity. So um, Dana's book link beyond the 10 decoding the woo woo is going to be in the comments. You can get it on Amazon. It's amazing. Um, yeah, Dana, man, it's yeah, really, it's it really, really great. You know, 10 wrecks. Awesome. I loved it. Like a little, you know, like a little Bible, little textbook, but woo woo is special. It's special. It really is. I mean, you yeah. got to read it just for the schmoopy story. I mean, <laughs> you're all going to fall in love with Rob. Rob's going to be like, what are these fucking people doing here? Why are they, he's why such are they a jerk off. He's, he's such a, a jerk. Oh, he's so oh, by the way, by the way, and we really, it's like 35 minutes in, but we're bringing dildo back. Rob and I. We're bringing dildo. We're, we started calling people dildo? dildos yesterday. Oh, and I was no. like, we don't say dildo enough. So yesterday, like everybody was a dildo. So Rob's a bit of a dildo. So did, with did that you, said. Did you... Right. 
say this in front of the girls? Are they like, what's it? No, dildo? no. But Rob, who was very, very um, conservative, like we could even say dildo in front of the girls because that's like a word. I'm like, yeah. And you want to explain to them what it is? And he was like, no, but people say it all the time. So, oh, Do you know dildo in Italian? <laughs> no. Find out. That's a good one. Yes. Yes, I got to know. Who's the camera dildo? Okay. <laughs> okay, everybody. Look at that. Oh, my God. Maybe we should edit this. Can we edit this? Oh, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. Fuck that. No, 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 no. All right. We what? love you. Bye. <laughs> Don't be a dildo. <laughs> Everyone has a story. I have a story. You have a story. We all have a story. As I see it, you have three choices. Allow your story to define you, use it to excuse you, or utilize it as a method to empower you. It's your life. You have the power. You choose. Rewrite your story on finduniquelyyou.com.